You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. But it's fine. Hallelujah. I've learned from experience to just yield to Him and just to obey Him. All right? It's really unfortunate that many believers do, still do not see the need to begin with God. Do you understand me? Yeah, I'm surprised and I'm, I'm amazed how believers, children of God, don't see the need to begin with God. Who do you want to begin with? <laughs> Yes, you decide. But as for me and my house, I say, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we will begin with God. All right? When you don't prioritize God, let me tell you, the time will come that you will need him to prioritize you. <laughs> and I hope you can survive without him. Hello? Yeah. So this morning's message, I titled it Powered by Fire. Amen. Somebody say Powered, Powered. by Fire. You don't even talk as if you have any fire in you. You talk as, you, as if you have ice block inside you. I said powered, powered. by fire. By fire. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I know there's some fire in you. Yeah. When there's fire in you, there's a way you behave. Yeah. There's a way you talk. Yeah. There's a way you respond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of the things that is missing in Christianity today is the fire aspect. Do you understand? Yeah, Christianity today, the church today, is missing out on the fire dimension. To be very honest, I have been pondering and pondering. All of yesterday, I was like, what happened to the church? I'm telling you. And I've been wondering, what happened? What happened to the church? What, what, what is going on? I, I don't know if you think like that sometimes. I think maybe because you have not seen the real thing before. So that is why you're not able to ask that kind of question. But if you have seen the fire before, if you have seen the church on fire before, if you have seen God's people on fire before, and you compare to what is going on today, you know there's something fundamentally wrong. It's... There's something fundamentally wrong with the church. Yeah. People's lives are powered by different things. Okay? Some people, I mean, some people are powered by the intellect. That's, that's what powers them. Okay? So just, just the mind. That's what powers some operations. And the mind is a great thing. It's made by God. It's powerful. In case you, don't, you doubt, see where man is now. See the advancement. It's all a product of the mind. So the mind on its own is powerful. Okay? So there is some power that the mind has. And the mind is able to... To, 
to power your life to a point. There are some people that are powered by emotions. So they are powered by their emotions. Everything is like, <laughs> oh, I'm always angry. So when they are angry, they do things. Then later they say, why did I do that? That is to tell you what powers them. Are you following me? Yes. So they are powered by the emotions. And the emotions are powerful. God gave us emotions. In fact, God himself is emotional. And if there's anybody in scripture that is a very angry person, the most angry person in the Bible is God. Yeah. But you see that he has the capacity to handle that. It never gets out of control. But why is it that our anger gets out of control? Why is it that our lives get out of control because of how we feel? Come on. Yeah, sometimes you find people, they, they respond to other people in a particular way. Why? I feel this. So because I feel this about you, I, my, my life and my behavior and my response is powered by that feeling. Are you getting me? Yeah. So the question is, what powers you? What powers you? There are people who are powered by greed. Okay? So greed is what powers them to do what they want to do. There are people who are powered by ambition, selfish ambition. Do you know that there are people who are in ministry today and they are not powered by the fire of God? They are powered by ambition. Now, um, ambition, <laughs> it has its place, but hey, it will tell with time. It will tell with time. But I have news for you. The church today needs to recover the fire. We need to get back to the fire. Yes. Some people are powered by popular culture. So it's what is the in thing. Come on. What's the trend now? What's trending? That's what powers some people. And it's, it's amazing that even some church, some parts of the church, let me put it that way, are powered by popular trends. In other words, everything is structured according to the trends. Everything that we do is, is, is determined and defined by trends. And what you don't understand is that Satan is the God of this world. He's the God of the system of this world. He is the God of the trends. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what it means, the God of this world. It's a trend. So he sits down and he determines what trend to introduce. And he knows that the populace will go that direction. What about tradition? Some people are powered by tradition. Huh? Yeah, what my this and that. What, 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 whatever tradition is. Uh, let's check our lives and say, what is it that powers me? Can you, can you ask, ask yourself, what powers me? Yeah, I know this is not a New Year's message. Yeah, but we need to get it right. Come on. Yeah, we need to get it right because we need the fire back in this land. We need the fire back. We need to get the fire back. Yes. We need to get the fire in our prayers. 
We need to get the fire back in our worship. We need to get the fire back in our discipleship. Do you understand? The reason why discipleship is not as effective in transforming lives, in changing lives, is because it lacks the fire. Yeah. So you can go through whatever, and if there is no fire, guess what? No transformation. No transformation. We need to get the fire back in our evangelism. I remember reading a book by Ranhard Bonke years ago, Evangelism by Fire. How many people have seen that book before? Oh, my Lord. You guys. Okay. Two people. God bless you. All right. All of you. Go and look for that book and read. Evangelism by Fire. Yes. By fire. It must be powered by fire. It must be powered by fire. So when there's no fire, demons are comfortable in whatever you do. Hallelujah. So we need the fire. We need what? The fire. Turn with me to the book of Luke chapter... Luke chapter 3, St. Luke's Gospel chapter 3. I read verse 16. Luke chapter 3, verse 16. John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And what? And fire. We have a lot of tongues today, but no fire. Where is the fire? Touch your neighbor. Say, where is the fire? Yeah, where is the fire? That is what is missing in our Christianity today. It says, he will baptize you with what? With the Holy Spirit and fire. That's why the Christian life is so difficult for you. Why? There is no fire. There's no fire. Commitment is difficult. Why? There is no fire. Come on. Prayer is difficult for you. Why? There is no fire. Go around, just, just survey every church you can think about. What are the most popular meetings and the least popular? <laughs> the most popular are miracle, breakthrough, success. Am I correct? The least popular, prayer. This is a prayer meeting. But how to be a millionaire? Full house. Full house. And honestly, it pains me. Many times, I don't know what to do with myself. When I look at the state of the church today, and I think about what I used to know, believe it. The contrast is so vast. But, hey, this is what is missing. We want the fire back. Did you hear me? We want the fire back. That's why you have to keep whining people to do things for God. When it's to do things for themselves, you don't even need to encourage them. They will do it. But when it's for God, or for the, the brother, or for the sister, or for the neighbor, oh my goodness. 
You need to inspire them. You need to motivate them. Some people are so self-motivated. Powered by self. That's Huh? You have to encourage them to give. You have to encourage them to tithe. You have to w- encourage them to worship. You have to encourage them. They come to church. You know, they're frowning, quarreling with God. You have to encourage them, please. Smile. Huh? You know, Christianity is so difficult these days. No fire. No fire. Let's evangelize. Oh my goodness. Don't even say that. No fire. No fire. Sometimes when I sit down with Rosani and we're talking and we're trying, it's like, we try, Pastor, we've done this, we've done this, we've tried this, we've done this, we've done. What's it? Fire. Telling you. Because it's like, Everything is done right. But what is missing? Fire. Fire. So, the reason why some people will not be comfortable in a church like this is because they don't want anything that is close to fire. Yeah? Yeah, they want things that are powered by Intellect. Yes? They want things that are powered by emotion. Come on. Yeah. Powered by technology. High tech. Come on. Yes, high tech church. Oh my goodness. You need, you, you need to see the way. Everything. You, you enter. You just the lights. And the, multimedia. Powered by Multimedia. Is that the church you want? Powered by multimedia. Yo. I don't want to be powered by anything else. I want to be powered by the fire. By the fire of God. Hallelujah. You need to go to God and say, God, baptize me with fire. Baptize me with fire. It's a separate experience. It's a separate experience. Maybe we wonder why Pastor Sam is the way he is. You know why? He was baptized with fire. One day, the Lord came and just put his hand on his head like that. And he said his head started burning. He almost thought he was going to go bald. The guy's like, what is this? Fire. Somebody say fire. 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 And he says, the Lord said to him, that is the first deposit. The first deposit of the prophetic anointing. Yeah. And then things began to change in in his life, in his ministry. Everyone around him, the fire began to affect them. Well, let me not even go there listen we need the fire we need to be powered by fire don't be afraid of fire your God is a consuming fire your God is a consuming fire to be powered by fire means you are powered by God his fire nature because God is so I mean he's so vast this, there's so much in him, but there's something that is missing in the church today, which is the fire. Amen. Which is the fire. I, I, and I'm surprised. There's a theologian that even, I think it's in the book or whatever, he talked about strange fire. And he was, he's attacking the move of God. But go and look at his life. It's powered by intellect. No fire. No fire. We need the fire. Lord, say, Lord, I need the fire. Lord, I, need the fire. I need the fire. I need the fire. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let our worship be powered by fire. Let our evangelism be powered by fire. Jesus said something to the disciples after the resurrection. In John chapter 24, in verse 49, he made a statement there. He said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Okay? Remember, John the Baptist had prophesied that Jesus is going to baptize them with the Holy Spirit and what? And fire. And Jesus has been discipling these people for three and a half years. By the end of the three years, they all deserted him. No fire. So when there's no fire, people desert the Lord. Do you understand? Do you see why people backslide? Do you see why people are not interested in the things of God? And they are Christians. Do you see why people, Christians are they're having New Year in a nightclub? And they are children of God speaking in tongues. Do you know why? There's no fire. There's no fire. That's what is missing. Yeah. They want, they want to cross over in the, in the beach party. Yeah. Huh? No fire. No fire. That is what interests them. That is what, that's what stirs them up. That's what powers them. So that they will be cool. Some people are powered by being cool. No fire. If you are cool and you have no fire, you are miserable. I know you don't hear this kind of preaching. It's okay. It's important. It's necessary. We need it today. That's what is missing. I've been preaching for years and years. And I'm like... What is wrong with these people? God! When I didn't even hear a fraction of this, it set me on fire. And now, day in, day out, hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Wow, that's awesome. Wow, that's profound. Wow, that's deep. Wow, no fire. No fire. We need the fire of God. Our lives must be powered by fire. Your life, your walk with God must be powered by fire. Christianity was designed to be powered by fire. And that's why when you look at Acts chapter 2, when Jesus told them to wait, to tarry in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. And we see that fulfilled in Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 2 from verse 1, it says, Now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, somebody says suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Right? And come on. Let's read this together. Verse 3. Come on. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat on each of them. Can you see? Can you see what came on them? So the wind came, whirlwind, and then the Holy Spirit came. They saw tongues of fire on each one's head. So they're looking at each other. You know, 
when you are on fire, you don't know. It's other people that can see. Do you understand? Yeah. So, you say, oh, there's fire on your head. Oh, really? On your head too. And you too. Oh, my goodness. You too. Ah. Yeah. So, when you are on fire, don't come and tell me, Pastor, I'm on fire. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you have to tell me, then you are not on fire. If you have to tell me, then you are not on fire. I need to see it. I need to see it. Then I say, wow. Oh, Jessica is on fire. Then we know, yeah. Come on. Yeah, there is fire. This is for real. And that's what came upon them. Are you surprised that they turned Jerusalem upside down? No, with the fire, it's possible. With the fire, it's possible. With the fire, it's easy to reach Midran. They say, every household in Midran. 10% of Midran. Without fire, it's not possible. We need fire. We need to add fire. Hallelujah. So, begin to pray for fire, I'm telling you. Begin to pray for fire. Ask the Lord, Lord, Release your fire upon me. I want to be powered Amen. by fire. Yes. Amen. Yes, I want to be powered by fire. Amen. Because let me tell you something. There are things we have been declaring. There are certain things I've been declaring from last year. Yeah. The truth of the matter is that it takes the fire. Amen. It takes the fire. And we're going to go deeper this year. Mm. We're going to go deeper. We're going to go higher. Amen? Amen? And if you are part of this church, you must catch the fire. Amen. You must. Amen. If you don't like fire, run away. But if you stay around us, you will catch fire. Amen. That's what is missing. So, it's going to get to a point where people all over this city, all over this nation, when they come in contact with us, they'll say, what is this about you? Why? So they might not be able to de- ex- explain it, describe it, and all of that. But we know. Yes. You and I know. It's our secret. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the fire. It's the fire. So stop trying to be like everybody else. And start trying to be like Jesus. Amen. Okay? You don't have to be like your friends. They don't... They, All right. Hallelujah. So you see here in Acts chapter, chapter 2, they were, there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat on each of them. Then in verse 4, it now says that they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, and the Spirit gave them utterance. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. So, are you ready for the fire? I have news for you. The fire that we're talking about is more necessary than you think. It's more necessary. You know, how many people love Elijah? Come on, you, you, you like reading about Elijah, right? That kind of prophet. How many people want that kind of anointing? You want to pray like Elijah? It's fire. That's what made him stand out. Do you know that there were other prophets in Israel? Did you hear about them? Maybe. But the difference, say fire. Fire. The fire will make you distinct. The fire will distinguish you in your generation. So we need the fire. Hallelujah. He says, he says, the God that answers by fire. Amen. Let him be God. Remember when he was with the prophets of Baal? Come on. He was with the prophets of Baal. And he says, why do you falter between two opinions? If Baal be be God, let's worship him. Let everybody worship God. I mean, if Baal, if, if Baal is God, 
All right? Or if your ancestors can bring down fire, let them bring down fire. Let, 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 let's all worship them. <laughs> oh, my. Then the prophets of Baal, they were there from morning to night. They killed the cow. They put the wood. The altar was everything. They did everything. From morning to night, Baal and Taos, Baal, Baal. Do you know that it's possible that prior to that time, Baal used to answer them? I say it's possible. But this time around, <laughs> Elijah had taken charge. Hallelujah. He had taken charge. He, I mean, he sealed the heavens. For three, for three years. All right? So everywhere, everywhere was dry. Do you know that we're living in a time where people will begin to command the power of God like Elijah? But if we can go for the fire. Or if you want, you can stay with the intellect. The intellect is fine. It will take you somewhere. But it won't take you where the fire will take you. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm telling you. And there's going to be a difference. The disciples that are powered by fire and the disciples that are powered by intellect. There will be a difference. Time will tell. Okay? Christians that are powered by sensation. Sens sensational Christians. You know? Oh my goodness. All you need to do is tell them there's a prophet at the dome. Wow, this guy will read your mail. He will tell you your address. So that's if you are missing then you need someone to tell your address, right? Yeah. yeah. But what you don't understand is that these things, I think I need to teach some things so that some people's eyes can open. Because these things, are, they are not what you think they are. It's like one prophet in Nigeria that prophesied that uh, Hillary was going to win. Come on. So somebody was saying to me, can you imagine this guy? I said, listen, if you understand the things of the Spirit, I believe the guy actually saw something. Yeah. I don't think he made it up. He actually saw something. But it depends on who was showing it. Yeah, you need to understand the way the spirit, the, the realm of the spirit. I'm telling you. Yeah. The guy was dead sure. He could bet his life on that. But who was showing it? The father of lies. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes some people can see things because that is Satan's plan. So Satan can reveal his plan to his prophets. It doesn't mean that that's God's plan. So he might have seen Satan's plan. Yeah. But... <laughs> Ah, you remember in the days of Jeremiah, when Jeremiah was prophesying, there were other prophets yeah. prophesying. Yeah. Yeah. Prophesying lies. Yeah. In the days of Ezekiel, same story. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. All lies. So the fact that somebody saw something doesn't mean shouldn't impress you. If you are still impressed by such things, you are a baby Christian. Oh, this guy told, my, told me my name. What's special? Yeah. It's like now, nah, I say your name is Jessica. 
And then you now, <laughs> Go and check. What's the content of that? Moses said, if a prophet should prophesy to you, and that prophecy comes to pass, but then he leads you to another God, that's the part where people don't get it. So he can prophesy something, and it's accurate. But where is it leading you to? They don't know. Some of them lead you to worship the prophet. Come on. Yeah. That's why in some of their meetings you have to bow down when the prophet walks in. That's what I was told. I've never been there. What will I go and do there? Yeah, we're talking about the fire here. Not sensation. Hmm? Drama. Is, is it drama you want? The, the drama that they, sh- they, they do is not up to what you see on TV. Hollywood is better at drama. So if you want drama, go, go and watch a movie. Go to a theater. You get good drama there. Yeah, or go to a theater. Yeah, you get top, top, top classical performances. Not in church. Not here to dramatize. We want the fire, man. We want to be powered by fire. Say, Lord, I want the fire. I want to be powered by fire. Yes. Hmm? Look at the scripture. Yeah. Elijah. First huh? Kings 18.24, then you call on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. So the people answered and said, it is well spoken. But at the end of the day, huh? which God answered by fire? That is our God. So your God, there are some prayers that will be answered by fire this year. You understand? When you pray, there are some prayers you pray. I'm telling you, you need to read your Bible. Look at Psalm 18. Let's look at Psalm 18. You see David. I'm excited now. Okay. Psalm 18. Let's read Psalm 18 from verse 1. It says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. Okay? The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is what? Worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Okay? All right. The pangs of death surrounded me and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. That's the test. This guy was besieged. Okay? And, and look at what happens. Look. Next verse. Sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. Even hell came out to say, David, <laughs> your life is gone. You are finished. This time around, all this fire talk, we will see today. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, in my distress. Ha. How many people have been distressed? I, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God, hallelujah, Amen. and he heard my voice from his temple, okay? And my cry came before him, even to his ears. Look, when you cry, you see, when you're on fire and you call, fire to fire, fire by fire, hallelujah. Okay, then what happens? Then the earth shook and trembled. Imagine, the earth is shaking. Somebody is praying and the earth is shaking. 
How about that? It's coming. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken. Because what? Come on, because? Why was he angry? David was praying. So our prayers can trigger certain emotions in God. That's why our prayers this year must be fervent. All this shimmy, shimmy, shimmy prayer. Hey, get some fire in your prayer. We want, fire, we want prayer that will cause God to respond. Prayer that will cause emotions, God's emotions to be stirred up. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, look at it. Then what happens? <laughs> God was angry, okay? And when he was angry, look at what happened. You prayed, right? The prayer triggered something. Floods of ungodly men. Hell is coming against you. Yeah. Everything, all the powers are coming against you. They've ganged up against you. You prayed. And then, all of a sudden, smoke went out from his nostrils. God is just, he has not done anything yet. He's just listening and watching. Smoke is coming out. Ha! Say by fire. There is no smoke without fire. So, smoke is coming out. (laughs) Come on, look. And what? Devouring fire from his mouth. Now, smoke is coming out from his nose. When he opens his mouth, fire. That's what is going to come against the enemy this year. Hallelujah. As we pray, fire will come out. They say coals were kindled by it. Wait, coals are kindled by the fire. They were lit up. May God kindle a fire in you this morning. I want a fire that will power you for the whole of this year. For every single day of this year, you will be powered by fire. Enough lukewarmness. Hallelujah. Was kindled by it. Next, next verse. Look at look at look. I think he bowed the heavens also and came down with thick darkness under his feet. This is his movement. <laughs> God is amazing. You know, if you don't read your Bible, you won't know who God is. Religion has painted a different picture of God. This is the Bible God. It's not the religious God. That they told you about when, you know, wherever. All right. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. (laughs) Imagination. Hallelujah. But let me, I think we'll come back here someday. The point is this. Fire. Amen. Okay. When you pray, when you call upon God. Our prayers must be powered by fire. Amen. All right? So that God will answer by fire. Amen. God will answer by fire. Amen. He will answer by fire. That's what made Elijah special in his day. To the point where he didn't die. Every other person died. Elijah, when it's time to die, God sent fire to carry him. What a way to exit. A chariot of fire came and took him. Elijah Elijah said, I want a double portion. Ask, what do you want? What do you want from me? A double portion of your spirit. You are asking hard things. But if you will see me being taken, then you can have it. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 2, I think. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's check that and then we'll close. <clears throat> do you want to be powered by fire? Yes. Or do you want to be powered by the winds that are blowing? The winds of doctrine. <laughs> because that's what powers some people. I want to be powered by fire. Yes. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind. That Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elisha 
said to Elijah said to Elisha, stay here please, for the Lord has sent me unto Bethel. But Elisha says, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. <laughs> this guy, I like him. His master says to him, stay here. He says, I'm not staying. He knew something. He knew something. Yeah? But let's skip for the sake of time. Let's skip down. Let me see. Let's go down to where he asked him what he wanted. He asked him, ask for what you want. Second Kings chapter 2. All right. All right, let's look at uh, verse 9. Okay, verse 8. Let's read verse 8 for the drama. <laughs> for effects. <laughs> verse 8. Now, Elijah, Elijah took his mantle and rolled it off. Now, they came to the river. By the time they got to the river, right, this guy has this, this uh, mantle, this cloth. He now takes a cloth, rolls it up, and then he struck the water. Boom! And the water divided. Don't you like that? Huh? It was divided this way and that. So that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Elijah didn't even pray. Did you notice that? He didn't pray. You see, when people are powered by fire, things obey them. Things obey them. I'm telling you. He just, he just takes it and boom. The water moves. And then Elijah enters. Elijah, wow. My first time seeing this. Master, all these years following you. I never saw this. And he crosses over. And when they cross. Next verse, you see. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I may do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Because Elijah saw that I can't get rid of this guy, <laughs> I've done everything. Yes? You know, there are sometimes, there are sometimes that we can do things to offend people. Like we can do things to make people get angry, offended, and then walk away from us. I'm sure Elijah had tried many times. But Elijah will not go because he knew what he was looking for. Amen? Amen. Then look at verse 10. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. If you are going to see me, if, if you are going to receive this thing, you need to see me being taken. Right? Yeah. There's much. It's loaded here, but we won't we'll come there someday. Then it happened as they continued on and talked. That suddenly, oh my God, a chariot of fire appeared with what? Horses of fire. Hello. Have you ever seen a horse of fire? The horse is made of fire. And it's burning. And it's running. It's, it's moving. It's not like, this is not fairy tale. Yes. No, no, no. This is Bible. It's not Greek mythology. Hello? Yeah, this is this is this is this is heaven's motorcade that is sent to pick this man. This prophet of fire. Mm. And as soon as he came, it separated the two of them, of course. There has to be a distinction. Wait, fire meets fire. The one that is not fire has to move. 
Is that not so? Yeah. So, he separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So, the wind came. And then in the wind, there is a chariot. And horses of fire. The chariot itself is fire. And somehow, they were separated. But Elisha will not lose. He, he will not close his eyes. He opened his eyes to see. Because I'm sure if Elijah did not tell him that, he probably would have closed his eyes. Because it was a fiery thing. Then he could have gone. But he was looking. And he saw as God lifted, took his servant, his, his master. Sometimes when you don't see God lifting your leader, if you are not able to see God lifting your leader, you are not able to receive. It's a spiritual principle. But I say it's loaded. Let's go on. <clears throat> and Elisha saw it. And he cried out, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into pieces. Hallelujah. And he also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. And went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. <laughs> if you have seen it, you can do it. I say, if you've seen it, you can do it. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, look at, look at. I like this. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? <laughs> Who told him to say that? I don't know. And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that way. And Elijah crossed over. He saw it. Fire. That's what is missing in our Christianity. That's why we're so powerless. No fire. No fire. You speak, nothing happens. You say, where is the God of Elijah? And the water is still looking at you. <laughs> there is no fire. No fire. We need the fire. Touch your neighbor say, we need the fire. We need the fire. We need to be powered by fire. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Hallelujah. Show cup. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.